0: The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Dei Radio.
1: And a very good Thursday morning to you, December 28th, 7 a.m. Brenda and Pat with you on The Morning Blend. Thank you so much for tuning in on this last episode of The Morning Blend of 2023. I guess it is. Wow. It just occurred to me. Historic. I was, a, I was about to say this last <laughs> week of December, but then it occurred to me that we are going on our New Year's Eve break. Uh, and so tomorrow is our New Year's Eve holiday because yeah, we New won't Year's be back Day is the first. So yeah. we'll be back on Tuesday, which means this is the last show of 2023.
2: Okay. What yeah. a
1: great year of morning blend we've had.
2: It has been a year of transition, hasn't it? I mean, David started the year, of course, and all, worked all the way through October, and uh, now is in his retirement enjoying that life of leisure, and <laughs> yours truly is getting up bright and early, and uh, enjoying the heck out of it. Really having fun with it. But you I,
1: were uh, you were just mentioning this morning that your sleep clock in your mind is starting to wake you up real early. Last
2: week, well, the week before the, the Christmas holiday, I was kick, kicking into gear. So I was getting mm-hmm. up like 10 minutes to five and really, you know, ready to roll and, and just getting, getting here earlier and earlier and really adapting to it well. Yeah. Then we hit the holiday
1: <laughs> Okay. All,
2: all the eating and all the sleeping and I realized how much uh. I love my pillow. And uh, uh, so these last two days have been kind of like, wait a minute. My body's like, wait a minute. I thought we were sleeping in now. Right. Sleeping in being six, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well,
1: give yourself another Four-day weekend. This work two days, take four days off. That's kind of a, an easy to that. schedule yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so your body will get readjusted again to sleeping late, so that way you'll really feel tired come Tuesday just morning. Just in
2: time for daylight savings time to kick back in, right?
1: Well, no, not quite that early, but it does feel like it's just around the corner. We don't have exactly, you know, that daylight savings standard is not exactly a six-month break. Cut. Right.
2: I have noticed this, though. It seems to me like the, the days are getting a little longer yeah. now. We have pa- I, I kind of noticed it. Wait a minute. It's not quite dark as early as it was just a, a week or two ago, and it seems like it's getting lighter earlier as well. We're getting some fantastic sunrises here. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't
1: that beautiful? Little mm-hmm. peaks of sunlight underneath the clouds as the it. sun begins to come up. We're coming into kind of a little mild break here, too, of maybe you might run across a Hour or two driving in, but we've got some dry days ahead, so make the most of it.
2: It looks like good walking weather. Good I one. was thinking that you good. managed
1: to get. We were just talking yeah, about yeah, getting out on the walk and uh-huh. things. So uh, I am at the point now where I'm I'm starting to think about these New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I got to tell you, I came through with my last New Year's resolution, and my resolution was every day. When I drove home, I would pray the rosary.
2: Can't beat that.
1: And I can tell you honestly, maybe a handful of times, like a phone call had come in or something that I was trying to, you know, I had to talk to somebody on the phone or the station. I had to call back maybe only four or five times in the entire last year driving home from work. Did I not pray the rosary? Wow. And now it, it is amazing. How a habit has formed. Uh-huh. Anytime now that I get in my car, like something, talk about like Pavlov's dog, I have been, I have associated my vehicle and the rosary. So anytime I get in my car, I think about the rosary. That is,
2: I mean, that's amazing. That's it, transformative.
1: It has really wow. been a wonderful, wonderful year. So if Good you idea. are thinking, if you are thinking about something to do, Try that for the new year. Father Nathy, the pastor at Holy, Ro- uh, Holy Redeemer in Vancouver, he said, let 2024 be the best year you have ever had with God. Let it be the best year. Ooh. And there is not a better way to have a closer relationship with God than to pray the rosary. Absolutely. Right. She's always our, our mother's always leading the her son. And so if you are thinking about a New Year's resolutions, try that. Pray the rosary. And it is so easy. And I don't want to plug the app because we talk about it all the time. But I pray it with the Hail Mary media app. Oh, when you I just, pray,
2: can pray with a group.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they pray it so beautifully. Uh-huh. It's led by our archbishop, Alexander Sample. You don't have to worry about counting. You just follow <laughs> along with the group. And I tell you, you'll become like me by the end of the year that whenever you get in your car, something about your car is going to be associated with the rosary now.
2: Well, that is impressive. and I will tell you, I managed to keep a, a New Year's resolution, not quite as well as yours, because there were a few days I got behind, vacation and what have you. But I did the Bible in a day, or uh, you know, Bible, Bible a day uh-huh. in a year, Bible in a year with Father Mike Smiths and the podcast, and and was able to keep that going through throughout the year. Three sixty-two today, so we're three sixty-two. I think is, right. is episode today, and they did it. They covered the whole thing, and what's cool is we're gonna be able to do that I all together starting January this.
1: 1st. That's a great resolution too.
2: Absolutely.
1: So coming up on today's show, stay with us because Father Mike Schitt's going to be joining us to talk about Bible in a Year. I'm
2: excited about that.
1: All right. So we're going to get things started this morning with Cooper Ray, We Come Alive. And you are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Oh, and it's Christmas too.
0: Oh, that's right. Let this party start. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We stood in this land with the
3: dust upon our hands In the dry of a desert we call home We moved in your love From our death you lifted us Breath of life, resurrecting these dry bones A strength we never knew
2: Seven oh nine. It's the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat, fully alive and fully engaged with you this morning. And coming back, we are so excited because New Year's Day, we're going to be debuting Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Smits. And we'll be talking with Father Mike all about this
4: exciting venture next here at Monterey Radio
5: join Mater Dei Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering.
2: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
5: For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com.
6: Support for Mater De Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including University of Portland, dedicated to excellence and innovation in the classroom. Ranked as one of the top colleges in the West by U.S. News and World Report, the University of Portland is home to robust undergraduate and graduate programs in its colleges of arts and sciences and its schools of business, education, engineering, and nursing.
2: Learn more at up.edu. Have any resolutions for the new year? Why not make 2024 the year you grow even closer to Christ with Monterey Radio's Hail Mary media app. We have all the tools you need to ace that goal, including an ever-growing library of audio, video, and text prayers. You can even set a customized schedule of your personal prayer reminders. The Hail Mary media app also lets you stream the live broadcast of Monterey Radio and access a variety of podcasts like Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Spitz Plus you can plug into the most thorough listing of exciting local events on our interactive community calendar that integrates right into your CARS mapping program. Make a firm resolution to download it today. Just search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to MontredayRadio.com and follow the instructions. Make 2024 your year to grow closer to Jesus with the Hail Mary Media app from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
1: It is seven thirteen here at Monterey Radio. We have a couple of cloudy days coming up, but the possibility of rain kind of low. So this morning you may run into a passing sprinkle. Otherwise, mostly cloudy today, and temperatures climb into about fifty-four degrees. Overnight, we're cooling off to 45. Then Friday, it's going to look a whole lot like today. Highs again to 54 degrees. Now, as we look ahead, higher possibility of showers on Saturday, partly sunny on Sunday, and clouds will ring in the new year on Monday.
2: First week of winter, I'll take that. Okay. You better believe it. 42 right now at Our Lady of the Lake Parish in Lake Oswego.
1: And it is 41 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver.
2: Matre Day Radio is excited to partner with Ascension Press and Spoke Street Media to bring you Father Mike Smith's Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year programs throughout 2024. Kyle Hyman with Spoke Street Media had an opportunity recently to catch up with Father Mike to talk about this exciting new radio venture, beginning with the question of
7: how Bible in a Year came about. It was around April of 2020. Yeah, April of 2020. And so the lockdowns had happened, everything pandemic wise. And and what I found myself doing is I found myself going to the internet a lot and just listening to all these different opinions. Everyone had their take on this or that, the other thing. Yeah, yeah. And I found myself being so, and I keep going these two words, being very distressed and distracted. That was it, you know, just kind of like the, we need to get really worked up about whatever's going on. And of course there were very serious things happening, But this distress, but also this distraction, I just, it was like, what's the next thing someone's saying? What's the next thing someone else, you know, smart is saying about what's going on in the world? At the same time, I was also reading the book of Judges just in my own prayer time. And I was really struck by how, okay, in the book of Judges for generations, you know, one of the lines in Judges is, in in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Yeah, And that that just struck me as being, "Wait, wait a second, this is not the worst things I've ever been. And and yet people are talking about it as if, like, this is the worst. And so I thought, well, one was we need to have a little different perspective. We need an eternal perspective rather than just kind of more voices saying more opinions. Like We should have, like, what the Lord's voice. And then secondly, kind of combined with that was this incredible book from Christendom to Apostolic Mission by U. Mary Press yeah. out at U. Mary, U. Mary in Bismarck. And they talked about how one of the things we need in, in this new world we find ourselves in, where we've left Christendom, and that's a thing of the past, and we're heading back into apostolic age where we need to just go out and and be evangelists and be apostles we need to recover a biblical worldview and that would, those are the two things one was the pandemic and, and just being really distressed and distracted as well as saying uh, we, yeah that the answer or one of the answers is to recover a biblical worldview so i sent an email to ascension and said hey i've been thinking about this i think it'd be great to have a podcast where we went through the entire bible and catechism in 365 days the catechism part was because i work with a lot of focused missionaries uh-huh and FOCUS stands for the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So on our campus, we have at least four young adults who are full-time missionaries. And as part of their mission formation, What they have been asked to do by Focus Leadership has been not only to read the Bible, but also to read the Catechism. And I got some stats back from some of those missionaries about how many of them actually read the Catechism. A lot of them read the Bible, very, very few. Like I think it was something like 19% or maybe 9% of missionaries actually read the Catechism. So I thought, well, as a service to our students and to our missionaries, let's do the Bible and Catechism together. So I sent that out to Ascension. It's a great idea. We had wanted to do something like this for a while, but we didn't know where to start. So let's do it. And that started the ball rolling. So now you're
8: 730 shows in yeah. between the two shows because you did a whole year of the Bible, a whole year of the catechism. So on a scale of like zero to 10, zero is way easier than you expected. 10 way harder than expected. How would you rank Bible a year and
7: catechism a year? Wow. Wow, that is a great question. That's a really great question because it was it was one of those situations where i think maybe 2 months in i was i was like oh my gosh here we go like this is just i had to had to get to this place where i reckons had to reconcile i this is a burden like this is this is this is a challenge that yeah they, that was it that was that was the the line that came up was okay this is a burden and then as i like admit, admitted that to myself cuz you know you, you don't want to <laughs> Have this resentment towards a task that was like reading the Bible and explaining it to people or even the, t- the the kind of the task or the responsibility when a lot of people are listening. So that's another part of it. It was like I recorded probably a month's worth or maybe two months worth, a month and a half before anyone listened. And so I didn't know it would be popular. You know, I didn't know that people would be listening. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, a lot of people are listening then shoot. Oh, my gosh. And that was kind of another burden, <laughs> another burden part of it. And so it was that that sense of it admitting, OK, this is this is hard admitting this is a burden, but then getting to the next half of that sentence like, OK, this is a burden, but it's a burden worth carrying. And th- and that once once I got to that place, it was OK, this is OK. It's OK to acknowledge that sometimes I would rather not have this extra task to do every single day <laughs> and I'd, I'd be constantly thinking about it. Like if, if there was ever I had, I had a trip. I had, you know, was helping with the conference or we had a retreat one weekend and I couldn't record over those days. And I would say, oh, but they're still they're still publishing today. You know, I didn't record today, but they're still publishing. And and that that gap between what I had already recorded and what people were publishing or what they were, you know, people were hearing get shorter and shorter. And I felt that stress for about a year. And and so it was a a great grace to be able to uh, record the last episode, but recognize that Hey, it was a grace. I mean, it was a grace to do the whole thing. So on a scale of one to 10, one being e, way easier yeah. than I anticipated and 10 being much more difficult. I, I would say a good a good solid, this is gonna be a horrible answer, but a good solid six and a half, <laughs> where I'm the kind of person who doesn't typically anticipate too much. Like I, I think that I, I keep my expectations out of every very basic minimum. Uh, and so I was like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. It wasn't overwhelming it didn't destroy me but at the same time i remember how i felt when i got done and i was like oh my gosh praise the lord thank you jesus so much yeah i hope you
8: celebrated what's something that you didn't expect to come out of this either
7: positive or negative yeah. for you for listeners i was hoping for myself to be able to grow and and that was the thing too is like i i recognized that one of the motivating factors behind the the entire Bible and the Catechism in-ear podcast where I I want I wanted to grow with myself. I think sometimes we can get to a place where, say, so yep, this is the routine. This is how we do life. And this is like ministry. And I just, I really wanted to be able to dive more deeply. But I knew that this would be, this, this had the potential to change my heart and change my lens, to change my life. Like personally, how I relate to the Lord, how I'm shaped by His Word, and so that was that was also my selfish goal. Was I wanted to be transformed by by God's Word as well? The Catechism in a Year goes through the Catechism in
8: order, from first paragraph to the last paragraph. Yep, Bible in a Year it does not go in order of the books. In fact, each day you're kind of sampling, you're skipping around a little bit.
7: Can you explain how the layout of Bible in a Year works? Oh it it it's it's brilliant really is and I think that it's the thing that makes um this particular bible podcast because there's other bible podcasts as well I think that this what makes this one very unique is that it's based off of Jeff Cavins years ago maybe 30 to 35 years ago maybe even longer he devised this he he recognized that a lot of people started reading the bible by reading genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and think and thought that they would just read straight through all the way t- to revelation you know the end of the book and he realized that but like what a lot of us have realized, which is when people start to read, start to read the Bible that way, it's great. It's great for Genesis. It's great for Exodus. But then you hit Leviticus and Numbers and you hit all these kind of what you basically he, he says, you lose the narrative thread. You like you lose the story when you're tracking with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in Genesis. And you're following the people of Israel and Moses through Exodus. But then you hit some of those other books where you're like, wait, wait, where are we right now? And so what he did is he narrowed down the story, like the great story, the narrative, the whole narrative of the Bible to 14 narrative books. And so he said, if you read these 14 narrative books, you will never lose the story. You'll be in touch with the story. Then what they did is with the Bible and in, in your podcast is they said, okay, that's going to be the skeleton. Now, where do the other, like not necessarily non-narrative, but where do the other books? Where do they fit in with the story? And so if a person... He's listening on day one or day 118, they will never have left or lost their narrative thread. But what they're listening to is like, say, the, the, the prophets. They're listening to the prophets in the context of the Babylonian exile or in, under the threat of the Babylonian exile or under the threat of the Assyrians coming into Israel. And so that's, the, I think, part of the brilliance of not just Jeff coming up with the, the Bible timeline, but also the Ascension people who, I mean, uh, there's a couple of people in particular who they took what Jeff had done and they took the entire rest of the Bible and said, here's exactly where this fits. And here's how it fits, not just here's where it should fit, but here's where it should fit in such a way that it'll make sense and you'll get to get it done in a year. And, and they're brilliant. And I think they did so much of the heavy lifting when it came to devising this particular reading plan.
2: Stick around as Kyle Hyman with our partner, Spoke Street Media, continues his conversation with Father Mike Smits about the debut of the radio version of Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year coming in 2024 to Mater Dei Radio.
1: It is 723 here at Mater Day Radio. Will you think about how that morning is going to flow here during the week? We're going to have the mass on at 5 in the morning, and then at 6 o'clock we have the rosary, and then at 6.30... You can start reading the Bible. That is a powerhouse of a Catholic morning. And we look forward to talking more with Father Mike in our next half hour. Be sure to look at our new programming schedule, too, at com, And you can also find that schedule and listen to Father Mike on the Hail Mary media app.
4: Support for Matraday Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Armit Hernandez principal of to Paul School in Salem, we're
6: excited to open enrollment for the 2024-2025 school year. As the only dual language school in the Archdiocese of Portland, St. Vincent de Paul School provides a distinctive educational experience with a strong foundation in Catholic values for students in preschool through 5th grade. Visit svdpschoolsalem.org to schedule a tour and learn more about admissions. That's svdpschoolsalem.org for St. Vincent de Paul School.
0: The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com.
2: 725 at Mater Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. We are celebrating Christmas around here. And just ahead, big waves on the coast. We'll tell you more about that in news.
1: And after a weekend of deadly attacks, a bishop in Nigeria speaking out, requiring that the president do something about it. I'll have this story for you coming up. After Christmas music with Matt Marr, born on that day. And you are listening to the morning blend right here at Monterey Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
2: Merry Christmas.
1: Breaking the
9: silence into the chaos, you came. Born in our likeness.
2: Virgin Mary. That is Matt Marr, born on that day. Music for the Christmas season at Mocker Day Radio, where it's 730.
1: In your news this morning, Catholic and Nigerian leaders are demanding government action as Christian villages in the central Nigerian state of Plateau are reeling from a series of Christmas weekend attacks that left nearly 200 Christian Nigerians dead. Bishop Matthew Kuka of the Sukoto Diocese in northern Nigeria called on the newly elected Nigerian president to take immediate action to protect the Nigerian people, telling him, you have no excuses before God or the people of Nigeria and that neither God nor history will forgive you if you fail. According to accounts by several local news sources and human rights activists, 198 Christians were killed in a series of terror attacks in 26 Christian communities in Plateau. The attacks began the night of December 23rd and continued through Christmas Day. Nigeria's new president, Bola Tinubu, meanwhile ordered an immediate mobilization of relief sources and directed the country's security agencies to scour every part of the zone to apprehend the culprits responsible for these atrocities.
2: Well, Brenda, I just want to offer uh, some prayers for uh, my parents uh, and sister's pastor, Father James. He is Nigerian and left on December 26th for Nigeria. So prayers of safety wow. just for him. His family's there, he's gone back to help them and uh, we just pray for him. He's a holy man and, and uh, just you know, re- really disconcerting.
1: Absolutely, we shall keep him in our prayers.
2: Closer to home, the National Weather Service has issued a high surf warning for much of the west coast from northern Washington down to Santa Barbara on California's central coast, describing the waves and rip currents expected to hit certain coastlines as potentially dangerous and life-threatening. The warnings were also in place for parts of Oregon. The National Weather Service warned that waves of up to 25 feet during the day could morph into dangerously large breaking waves up to 35 feet along Oregon's southern coast by night, creating hazardous conditions and the potential for significant beach erosion. The high surf warning was set to be in place until tonight, and the Weather Service urged people to stay out of surf zones and away from jetties, rocks, piers, and other waterside infrastructure in the affected areas.
1: Do not turn your back on the ocean. Never. Especially if you're going out to look at the whales. So lots of activity down on the coastline. Be careful. TriMet riders can expect to pay a little more for some fares starting January 1st. The change will help, help to cover growing operation costs, TriMet said. Then the two and a half hour pass will increase by 30 cents and all day passes go up by 60 cents. The monthly pass for adults currently costs $100 will not change, so frequent riders will not notice a thing. This is the first time that fares will go up since 2012. The agency said it needs the increase to offset inflation and rising operational costs that have built up over the past decade. TriMet, though, has reduced fares for older adults, youth, and people with disabilities who qualify.
2: A record number of more than 18,000 people from across the country have signed up to attend the SEEK 24 Catholic Conference, which promises to bring a vibrantly Catholic presence to downtown St. Louis starting on Monday. Put on by the Fellowship of Catholic University Students or FOCUS, SEEK is a roughly biannual event aimed at galvanizing young people to deepen and share their Catholic faith. The 2024 conference is set to feature world-class Catholic speakers, including Father Mike Smith's fellowship opportunities, numerous prayer and worship sessions, including Eucharistic adoration and mass. And last year, they had over 3,000 people hear their confession in a two-hour window. Oh, my goodness. 500 priests and over 3,000 confessions last year during Seek 23. 23. But this one's going to be even bigger in St. Louis starting on Monday.
1: How exciting. Prayers for all of those young people. What a great group focus is. My daughter, when she was in college at Western Washington University, had a focus counselor that uh, worked with her while she was there. And we
2: have great focus missionaries right Mm -hmm. here in Oregon. So yeah, it's a wonderful group.
1: Beginning New Year's Day, dozens of new laws go into effect in Oregon and in Washington. In Oregon, even though the session was only six weeks long, lawmakers managed to get a few things done. Over 650 bills were passed. Some of those notable bills are uh, House Bill 340. That's an organized retail theft bill. Under the bill, the crime of organized retail theft will be added to the repeat property offender statute. So sentences will be harsher for people who had previously been convicted of that crime. And the photo radar expansion goes into effect. Prior to 2024, only the state of Oregon and a handful of cities were authorized to operate photo radar for traffic enforcement. House Bill 2095 expands that option to all cities in the state, assuming that they can cover the cost of operation. So time to slow down, Pat.
2: Well, sports, in a word... Football. Oh, football, sure. Football. 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 I, I'm just. I'm giddy. It's getting down to the wire, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. So the bowl season is going to get going in earnest uh, tomorrow. If you're an Oregon football fan, got Oregon State in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl kickoff set for 11 o'clock tomorrow, taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and uh, it should be a good game. You know, you don't know with the coaching change uh, at Oregon State, and and they're kind of focused on recruiting. Who's gonna to to be on the field, but I will tell you when they're out there on the field, they came to play. That's what these these gentlemen are all about, you know, sure. is playing and winning. And Notre Dame certainly uh, has has a, a proud reputation to uphold, so it should be a fun game. The Sun Bowl's always great. Notre Dame is six-and-a-half-point pick, though, to open uh, tomorrow. And then on New Year's Day, the Ducks are in action. you got the Fiesta Bowl going to kick off early, 10 o'clock in the morning on Monday. Oregon facing undefeated Liberty. The Flames in the Fiesta Bowl. And uh, right now, Oregon... Uh, Oregon's a 17 and a half point favorite. I've seen it as high as 22 points. So they're favored to roll. The thing you can't do though, is get complacent about that. Okay,
1: I have to make a big apology. And I don't know if David is listening this morning, but I have failed. I think in uh, his eyes, my son came home from Christmas Eve with his friends, his girlfriend's family. Got him a University of Oregon duck sweatshirt to wa- uh, to wear and watch. To waddle in? Yeah, to waddle around <laughs> in. So yeah, sorry about that, Beavers, but uh, uh, he's uh he's a duck now.
2: Well I'm I'm wearing my Oregon <laughs> State beaver cap today, so I'll I'll kind of balance, balance, ba- balance out it the out energy, there. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs>
1: But today, the church remembers a very important feast day. It is the holy Innocents. They were killed by Herod. That is today, December 28th, also making it a special day of remembrance of all suffering children in the world. The Vatican's directory on popular piety and liturgy details a few ideas for honoring the unborn as well as supporting pregnant women on this day. In our own times, children suffer innumerable forms of violence that threaten their lives, dignity, and right to education. So on this day, it is appropriate to recall the vast host of children not yet born who have been killed under the cover of laws permitting abortion, which is an abominable crime. Mindful of these specific problems, popular piety in many places has inspired acts of worship as well as displays of charity, which provide assistance to pregnant mothers, encouraging adoption and the promotion of the education of children. So all crimes against children can be remembered on this day, imploring God to outstretch his justice and mercy upon the world. So in the midst of the Christmas season, December 28th remains a day of joy and sadness recalling god's mysterious plan that is often difficult for us to understand
0: it's time to find out what's going on in our catholic community
1: And today, to honor the feast day, at 6.30 is a bilingual mass this evening for the Feast of the Holy Innocents at St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church in Aloha, and at 7 o'clock is a memorial mass for the unborn at Holy Rosary Church here in Portland. All are invited to attend this mass for those children who have died and without being baptized. It will also be offered for the healing of all who have experienced the loss of a child. Those attending are invited to bring a flower for each child being remembered. And you can find all the details on these and many other events. Head over to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.
2: Well, Monday starts the brand new year. What's the weather like between now and then? We'll check that forecast for you. And on Monday, we start Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Smits. And we'll check in with Father Mike to find out more about the exciting debut of the show next at Matraday Radio
10: Please join me, Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, in praying the Our Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. To learn more about discerning your vocation, please visit archdpdxvocations.org. That's archdpdxvocations.org.
6: Romans 421 assures us that whatever God has promised, he is able to perform. St. Peter Catholic Church in Newburgh is fulfilling the promise with its challenging campaign to build a new church to accommodate large growth with more space for worship, sacramental life, service, faith formation, testimony, and solace. See the new church design and learn more at stpeternewbergor.org. That's stpeternewbergor.org. And join us in fulfilling the promise. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Day Radio each Saturday afternoon
0: at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the Glory of the Mass. Every weekend we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy.
6: Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the Glory of the Mass Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith
0: and everyday life.
1: It is 743 here at Day Radio. The sun's coming up this morning. We've got a mild day ahead and a low possibility of rain. This morning, now, you might run across a sprinkle, maybe at around 8 or 9 o'clock. Otherwise, mostly cloudy day today and temperatures climbing to 54 degrees. Overnight, we cool back down to 45, and then Friday, well, it's just a rinse and repeat of today, highs to 54 degrees. Looking ahead, higher possibility of showers Saturday, partly sunny on Sunday, and then clouds going to ring in that new year come Monday.
2: Right now, it's 42 at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish
1: in Aloha. And it is 41 degrees at Queen of Peace Catholic Church down in Salem.
2: Matre Day Radio is excited to partner with Spoke Street Media and Ascension Press to bring you Bible in a year and catechism in a year with Father Mike Smith's throughout 2024. Kyle Hyman with our partner Spoke Street Media continues his conversation with Father Mike, who describes his feelings when he discovered that Bible in a year was the number
7: one rated podcast in the world. Yeah, that was I kind of, it was, it was interesting. It, what, what the thing that was most interesting to me about it is this kind of double beat the first beat, like, wow, that's cool. And like, that's, I didn't anticipate that. Like I did not think that that would be a thing. The second thought was I was kind of, this will sound ridiculous, but it's the truth. I was kind of surprised at how little ownership that I felt over it. In the sense of like, I've done something. It's more like, oh, okay. And I was like, wow, that's uh and, and I, if I, I've thought about that a lot. I've kind of prayed about it a bit of like, how, how was there so much freedom there? And I think part of it is that since 2007, I've had a weekly podcast and since 2015, I had a, a second weekly podcast. And they came nowhere near to, to this until I started just reading someone else's stuff. I, I, in fact, until <laughs> so I started reading the Bible. That's when i like, so it was like, oh, wow. If I was the secret, you know, sauce, if I was the ingredient that people really were longing to hear, that would have already happened. It was that they, oh, they want to hear the Bible. Also, I approached the scriptures as someone who's like, yep, I've had my my undergrad in theology. And I got, of course, I have a master's from, from seminary. But there are people who, you know, they have their PhDs in scripture specifically, or they have their PhD. I remember we were talking to a guy who was getting, his, a priest who was getting his PhD in scripture. And I was like, that must be amazing. And he said, well, I know nine verses of St. Paul's letter to first Corinthians really, really well. <laughs> like, but, but I was approaching it as someone who was like, I love the Lord, I love the Bible, I love the church. And I've done a lot of work over the course of my years, my life to try to understand the Bible and what God has said to his people, but I am by no means like the expert. And so I kind of approached it like that, approached it as I'm someone who, who loves God's word and I've, I've studied it for my life, but I'm also not, I'm not Dr. Scott Hahn, you know, and I'm not Dr. Andrew Swafford, and I'm not Pope Benedict or anyone who could give like that depth of insight or Brent Petrie. There's so many people out there who are, I mean, Catholics who are just brilliant and like, no, I'm just me. And that was helpful for me to be able to like okay I will give as much insight as I can but I also know that I'm I'm a that that kind of idea of the fellow traveler and I was like yeah, that's how I felt and that's how I I still feel it
8: does it feel like you're going on a journey together and yeah oh totally I, I feel like everybody by the end of it I'm sure like thinks of you as a friend you know like that you're just talking to us each day and guiding us and it's such a a neat piece of of content that i'm just so excited that this is going to be available to more and more people now
7: yeah especially on the radio that would be just an incredible opportunity for people who wouldn't necessarily know how to or be interested in listening to yeah. a podcast but the, that their radio is their go-to and that's you know they get the good good content when it comes to you know catholic radio has like a lot of good teachings out there a lot of good apologetics and good inspiration but to be able to go to the source and hear okay here is the word of god proclaimed. Here is the official teaching of the church in the catechism just, you know, proclaimed and explained. I think that could be such a huge gift for a lot of people.
8: Well, and a lot of radios just kind of consumed at convenience, right? Like when you're in the car, you turn it on or something like that. What would be your pitch for why somebody should either like set an alarm, you know, and each day try to tune in for
7: this every day if you can as much as possible? No, I think, yeah, I think even what you said, Kyle, about setting an alarm yeah. or, or saying like this is my practice as I'm driving to work or whatever time, you know. And and kind of having that as as a as a commitment. It's because one of the things I've found, and and this is over the course of my life, not just, just not just over the course of the podcast, and that has been that sometimes I look to the Bible as a, a book of inspirational quotes or a book of like just like I need some wisdom, Lord, I need some direction now. And those are fine. I remember, in fact, one of our students at one point years ago, he had a good friend who had been involved in a car accident and she was in the hospital and he said, I just, I'm going to visit her, but she, I know she's in a lot of pain. She's in a lot of just turmoil right now. What are some good Bible verses that I could share with her? And I said, okay, that's, that's, that's great. Here's here some things, but just keep you aware. Here's some verses from scripture that could be helpful. On a bigger scale, here are some Psalms that like she could pray these Psalms, not just hear like, you know, a little... Tidbit or inspirational word. Here's a psalm that she could pray with. But ultimately, what's going to get her through this is not just a scripture verse. It is not just a prayer, but it is going to be that God's word has shaped how she sees reality. God's word has shaped how she sees God. I mean, because especially we know this, that in our pain where things, when we are truly suffering, that is the kind of time where we, it's so easy to just be like, I'm going to forget everything I've ever learned about God. But if we can immerse ourselves in God's word on a regular basis, then even in those dark moments, we'll still know who he is and we'll still know that he is, he's with us. And that's the thing is I, I would encourage people to make that commitment because yep, you know, there are going to be days where it's just, I'm reading a list of names <laughs> from genealogies, right? This is just, you know, this, it was just like, no, these are the people who they're part of this story, but today it's just their names. Okay. how how's that help me? Well, it might not immediately help you, but one of the things that we'll find is when I get in my car tomorrow and turn on the radio tomorrow and it's the next step that I realize that, oh, it's all of this. It's not just the inspirational, not just the narrative, so you know, the stories. It's not just the inspirational quotes. It's the whole my, my worldview has been shaped by the lens of scripture. And that's what people are going to find if they're willing to uh, take that step in. I don't want to say even commit but resolve of that resolve themselves to exposing their hearts and their minds to god's word and to the catechism on a on a regular basis
8: well and speaking of the names you do a, a great job of, of pronouncing <laughs> everything i don't know if it's accurate or not but you, you do it with confidence
7: i think it's pretty accurate I, confident if it's not accurate it's confident <laughs> no i you know the great thing is once you get some of the rules da- down for for hebrew for the you know the hebrew language just some of the rules it's like, oh, that's where the accent goes. I get it. That's what this, you know, so that's <laughs> my best. Uh, it's impressive to me. All right. Well, thank you,
8: Father Mike Schmitz, for all the work that you've done to put this together. Thanks to Ascension for making this available for free for everybody. And thanks for sharing a little background with us today. Appreciate it.
7: Absolutely. It's, it's my honor. And I can't wait for even more people to be exposed to the word of God and to the catechism.
8: Thanks, Father Mike. And you can find more information as well at ascensionpress.com.
2: And our thanks to Kyle Hyman with our partner Spoke Street Media and Father Mike Smits. Matre Day Radio is very excited to partner with Spoke Street Media and Ascension Press to bring you Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year. You can catch Bible in a Year every morning, Monday through Saturday at 6:30, and Sunday mornings at 7. And Catechism in a Year every night at 11 o'clock. You'll also find podcast of each episode on the Hail Mary Media app. Bible in the Year and Catechism in the Year with Father Mike Smits. Just another way we're leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio.
1: It is 7.52 here at Mater Dei Radio. I am so excited about this programming that is just going to be a great new year, but Pat, we have got to remember we got to live in the present too. It is still Christmas, and it's it, still it 2023,
2: is. and it's the last three nights of the Christmas Festival of Lights at the Grotto. I was talking to Chris Blanchard, the executive director, just a uh, day before yesterday. Eight thousand people there Saturday night.
1: They 8, are making. They're breaking records. Not they making are. records. They have they already breaking broken them.
2: the records. But the last three nights are going, and and you don't want to miss it. This is, it, it yeah. is Christmas. So what better way to celebrate than to head out there tonight? You've got the Christmas organ music kicking it off. Then Our Lady of the Lake Parish has their choir there. And then all evening, it's the Grotto Carolers Quartet, which is hard to say, but beautiful to hear. They're fantastic. (laughs) Their voices are amazing.
1: They are amazing. The sounds that they are able to create. Four of them. Two women, two men. And I love listening to them. And they dress in that yeah. kind of old-style Dickens of village. You think you take a step back into time listening to those carolers. So, and I think weather's going to cooperate. It might be cool, but it's not going to get wet on you. So you can really enjoy and take in over those, what, two million lights?
2: Over 2 million lights, yeah, and that gigantic Christmas tree. You can actually go inside the Christmas tree.
1: I'm going to try to do that.
2: That is definitely the photo opportunity of all of Portland or in the Christmas season is that giant Christmas tree. I've noticed so many people stopping for the selfie or for for the Christmas family photo for next year. So do it. Make make sure you get out there the last three nights, the Christmas Festival of Lights of the Grotto. We've just been so excited to be a part Mm -hmm. of it. It's been outstanding.
1: So you can find the full information about how to get tickets. Go online and purchase your tickets, and then you can just walk right in. You can also find all kinds of things going on this weekend on our community calendar at MontereyRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.
4: Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland,
0: Salem, Vancouver. KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield. Translator,
11: K235BF, Eugene. And streaming at moderndayradio.com. Hi, my name is Will Dethridge. I grew up going to St. Juan Diego and Holy Trinity in Portland, and I'm a young entrepreneur. My company, Catholics for Hire, helps bring the church into the digital world. Inspired by Blessed Carlo Acutis, Catholics for Hire creates websites, videos, podcasts, and other digital resources to help you evangelize. We also produce print media, such as bulletins, manage social media, and assist with online advertising. Our mission is to get parishes, nonprofits, and even businesses connected to talented young Catholic professionals across the country. If you're looking for a new website, a podcast producer, a newsletter redesign, or more, check out our website at CatholicsForHire.com. We ask you to join us in asking our patron to pray for the new evangelization across digital media. Blessed Carlo Acutis, pray for us.
6: A great way to support Mater Dei Radio is through our leadership circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at MotterdayRadio.com.
0: It's the cup that refreshes the morning blend on Day Radio. 7.56
2: at Monterey Radio, The Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. And just ahead, we have got uh, some bad news out of North Portland. The violence just continues Mm. up there. We'll tell you more about the latest next.
1: And do you know who is the Lady of the Forsaken? And why is today the perfect day to celebrate this name of Mary? Mm. I'm going to tell you about it coming up in news right after Awaken the Saint.
12: Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. The Feast of the Holy Innocents is a solemn day because today we remember the lives of the innocent children who were killed during the reign of King Herod. We all know the Christmas story, but we often gloss over the more tragic events surrounding the birth of Jesus. It begins with the wickedness of King Herod, who killed anyone who got in his way, including his wife, his brother, and even some of his own children. When Herod heard that the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem, he was greatly disturbed. Who could be king of the Jews but him? So he conspired to kill the child. But an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, telling him to take Mary and the child Jesus to Egypt. He was instructed to remain there until the angel told him it was safe to return. So Joseph took Mary and Jesus and they fled to Egypt in the middle of the night and remained there until the king's death. Meanwhile, Herod, realizing he could not confirm which child was the king of the Jews, went into an anxious rage. He gave orders that in Bethlehem and the surrounding areas, every boy under two years old should be killed, including one of his own sons. Herod's wicked lust for power was so all-consuming that he was willing to destroy the Messiah, whose coming had been foretold and anticipated by his own people for generations. Thankfully, God is wiser than the scheming of man, and we know that Herod was not successful in destroying the Messiah, but he did leave a trail of destruction in his wake. The innocent children, who were killed due to Herod's cold-blooded orders, are remembered today as martyrs. Even though they were only babies, they are considered to be the first martyrs of the church because they died for the sake of Christ. It's hard to imagine the pain and confusion the mothers and fathers must have felt losing their children to the wicked orders of a madman. But this feast day reminds me that no life escapes God's notice. Even the seemingly most insignificant person has value in God's eyes. Made in the image and likeness of God, no human person, no matter how small, is without purpose. If you have experienced loss, especially of a child, I would encourage you to pray to the holy Innocents. We cannot always understand the pain and suffering we experience here on earth. When life seems unfair and the burden too great, remember this. In the book of James, we read that the Lord is compassionate and merciful. The Catechism says, On the cross, Christ took upon himself the whole weight of evil and took away the sin of the world. By his passion and death on the cross, Christ has given a new meaning to suffering. It can henceforth configure us to him and unite us with his redemptive passion. In the face of evil and suffering, we should remind ourselves that Christ, the perfect lamb, came into this dark and sinful world and suffered to redeem it. Therefore, no matter what suffering we endure, if we endure it for the love of of Christ, even though we do not understand its purpose, there is value in it. So although we cannot understand why innocent children will be allowed to perish at the hands of a wicked man, we know that through God's justice and mercy, those children who died for Jesus' sake now reign with him in heaven for all eternity. All you holy innocents, pray for us.
1: And that is Awaken the Saint. And you can find out more information about the saints and pray with Mater Day Radio by accessing our Christmas resources by downloading our free Hail Mary media app. And again, all the details can be found at MaterDayRadio.com. It's eight o'clock.
2: A man is dead after three officers shot him Wednesday afternoon in the Hazelwood neighborhood near Mall 205, according to Portland Police. Officers responded to a large department store at the mall after receiving a report that someone, in a previously reported robbery, was attempting to steal merchandise. They tried to arrest the man in the parking lot after watching him leave the store, but say he ran toward the west side of the mall. PPB reported that there was a confrontation and shots were fired by officers, but did not specify what the confrontation entailed. Officials say they found a gun beside the dead man. No officers were injured. PPB has started an internal review of the shooting and the moments that led up to the incident.
1: Beginning New Year's Day, dozens of new laws go into effect in Oregon and in Washington. Now, Oregon's six-week session was very busy. They passed over 650 bills. But in Washington State, a few things are going to be taking place also. In fact, as of January 1st, Washington State will have the nation's highest minimum wage when the current rate of 1574 jumps by 3.4% to $16.28 per hour. That's more than double the federal minimum wage of $7.25, which has remained unchanged since July of 2019. That's quite a jump hat also when you consider that Washington is a no income tax state for their workers. There's also a firearm purchasing waiting period with the legislature passing of Washington House Bill 1143. Licensed dealers may not transfer any firearm until completion of federal and state background checks of the purchaser's eligibility to possess a firearm and a waiting period of 10 days from when the dealer requested the background check.
2: Visitors to the 2023 March for Life settled with the National Archives and Records Administration after filing a lawsuit against the federal agency back in February. The group had traveled to Washington, D.C. for the annual pro-life event first formed in 1974 in the passing of Roe v. Wade. According to the American Center for Law and Justice, the visitors were told during separate instances to remove or cover up clothing displaying pro-life messages before they could enter the building on January 20th of 2023. According to the court filing, the National Archives agreed to pay a sum of $10,000 to the three plaintiffs represented in the suit. After the lawsuit was filed in February, the National Archives apologized for the incident and said the security officer's actions violated their policy. A group of Catholic high school students were also removed from the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum during the same event for wearing beanies displaying pro-life messages.
1: And TriMet riders can expect to pay a little more for some fares starting January 1st. The change will help cover growing operating cro- costs, according to TriMet. The two and a half hour pass can increase by 30 cents and all day passes go up by 60 cents. But the monthly pass for adults currently costs... At $100, not going to change at all. The agency said, though, they had reduced fares for older adults, youth, and people with disabilities who qualify.
2: In sports, the Blazers back in action tonight, taking on San Antonio for a double dipper. They will take on the Spurs tonight at 7 o'clock and then tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. and. Portland is taking on a San Antonio team that comes in with a record of 4 and 24. So, hopefully, they can get a little win streak started tonight at the Moda Center.
1: Our Lady of the Forsaken. Have you ever heard of this devotion? No, I have statue? not. This, this is, is
2: fascinating.
1: Quite interesting and a perfect uh, name of Our Lady for today's feast day. She is the patroness of Valencia, Spain, and she is a special manifestation of Mary as she is revered for her love and protection of the mentally ill orphans and other innocent people who need particular safeguarding. It is said that the statue was in fact created by angels Mm. and the devotion is linked to the first hospital for the mentally ill. The image is also linked to the feast of today of holy innocence. While many depictions of Mary have angels at her feet, this version, two human children, and they are two of the babies killed in the jealous rage of King Herod. Now, in remembering these first young martyrs, we call on Our Lady to protect all innocent people, children, those suffering from mental illness, and the elderly with dementia. Now, this particular statue, Patrick, if you go online for the feast day, It's about 50 feet tall. Whoa! It's a big statue (laughs) of Our Lady holding the Christ child. And on this day, she is covered like a robe all the way around her thousands and thousands of flowers. Wow. It's really an incredible sight, and they say it's just a real celebration for the whole region. And uh, they celebrate by erecting all these flowers around it. It's incredible. I'll try. I'll post a link and some images of it on the podcast of today, or go online, look up Our Lady of the Forsaken.
2: I'll check that out. I've never heard of that. Uh, I had not very either. Very cool.
1: And when I was, again, looking at it, I go, that looks like that's a pretty big statue. But, you know, sometimes it's deceiving. <laughs> 50 feet. Yeah, no, it's a big statue for sure.
0: It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community.
1: All right. Well, if, Pat, you're not going to do the polar plunge with I'm time. I'm I'm. The doors
2: open a little. Okay.
1: A little. This one might suit you a little bit more. On Friday at seven o'clock is the Christmas Continues fundraising dessert concert. Oh,
2: now you're talking.
1: Christ the King Parish in Milwaukee. Join the Christ the King community for this dessert and concert fundraiser to support sacred music at the parish. Musicians will include Christ the King's children and adult choirs, soprano Chelsea Jansen and pianist Doug Schneider. This is a free event, but they are gladly accepting donations. So that's seven o'clock on Friday.
2: Mm. What's your favorite dessert?
1: Oh, this time of year, it's got to be kind of warm bread pudding. I've had a couple of good cases of that. Maybe a little, uh, you know, something extra brandy or something on the top along with some caramel sauce. All the mode always.
2: I saw pecan pie bread pudding at uh, over the holidays. Oh, I Did not it. have it, but I saw it. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well,
1: you know, you eat with your eyes first, right? right.
2: Pecan pie bread pudding. That might be, I. I that's definitely on the bucket list, but... Creme brulee for me.
1: Oh, I've yeah, got some creme brulee. Yeah. I'll bring you some tomorrow, Woo,
2: maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: Remember, you can find details on these and many other events. Just head over to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And
2: we, speaking of the community, have really been excited to start programming in Vietnamese for the growing Vietnamese community Mm -hmm. here. Thanks to Vivian Nguyen and Sarah Kinsey checks in with Vivian to find out more about this exciting project and what the future holds for Miss Nguyen. She's going to be headed to uh, to Washington, D.C. We'll tell you all about that next after we check your beautiful weather forecast at Mater Radio.
4: Please join Macho
5: Day Radio and Franciscan missionary, Sister Anne Marie Warren, with the morning
13: offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more
5: prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit maturadayradio.com. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Chris Stohanek, the president of the Portland Chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org.
2: Day Radio's prayer team is renewing our commitment to pray for you throughout 2024. It may be a leap year, but we won't skip any opportunity to strengthen your spiritual life, including our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the sacred mysteries of Christ and Our Lady in the Holy Rosary, the chaplet of divine mercy, and Catholic reflections that will truly inspire you. Our dedicated team also prays for your personal request on Matra Day Radio's prayer hotline. These powerful intercessors are waiting to hear from you now at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or you can send them your intentions through MatredayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. We're ready to leap into action and fill up 2024 with prayer and thanksgiving at Matre Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Day radio may see a sprinkle or two this morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. High near 51 this afternoon. 30% chance of rain tonight and a low about 45. So the temperature is going to stay pretty consistent between the mid 40s and the low 50s. But we could see the wind kick back up tomorrow. But oh. otherwise, it's pretty dry. Maybe a rain shower here or there. We'll take it. I mean, this is first week of winter,
14: Brenda.
1: <laughs> For sure. We are getting out pretty easy here in the Pacific Northwest. So currently, it is. 45 degrees at Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic Church up in Kelso, Washington.
2: And 43 degrees at St. Elizabeth of Hungry Parish in the West Hills of Portland.
15: One of the exciting developments at Matra Day Radio this year has been our Vietnamese content. This is Sarah Kinsey, and today I am welcoming Vivian Nguyen, who has really been the driving force behind a lot of these new projects. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning. Thanks for having me here. Vivian, you were our intern this summer, Mm -hmm. and since then we've been able to do so many projects with you, but I want to start by asking you, what was the intern
16: experience like for you here here at Modern Day Radio. Yeah, so I was very, very blessed to be able to intern here at the beginning of July. And I've learned a lot about, you know, production, audio production, recording edits and making edits and all that. Um, but something I've really cherished um, over my internship was being able to work with, you know, Sarah and also Aaron and Brenda and people who work here at Modern Day Radio. Their joy is what keeps me so motivated uh, every single day coming into work um, as an intern. And I've learned, I've learned a lot about, you know, audio production and everything. And because I also want to go into politics and into law as my future career, being able to have this as an experience has been such a blessing and something that I will forever cherish and appreciate. Well, thank you, Vivian. You've been just such a great part of our family,
15: and uh, we're grateful that the Lord know, really brought you to us this summer. And you you were able to start a lot of great projects. You did a lot of different work for us, some of the more general tasks, but what I really thought was incredible is you brought your own ideas to the station as well. Um, And you were able to really start some Vietnamese programming for our listeners, which we've never had before. So could you tell us a little bit about the Vietnamese prayers and the sermons and how you were able to really get those started this summer?
16: Mm uh, I've realized that in my own parish at Relay of La Vang and then um, at St. Julian Lac Mission, we were in a lack of a lot of resources. And I think that my Vietnamese culture, we're very good at keeping the religious tradition within our culture, Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't have a lot of resources or materials and whatnot to keep us on task and kind of like a, a checklist for our like for our faith life to be making sure that, we, you know, we're we're staying faithful to, you know, our faith mm-hmm. and our own faith tradition. And so I wanted to create more resources for people at my parish to be able to have access to. And so then I thought of Vietnamese prayers and then also Vietnamese sermons, which we're so blessed to have Father Angskar helping us with the sermons weekly. And I feel like once we were able to get the prayers and the sermons on, um, the Vietnamese people were able to connect more with each other Mm. because they were able to use, you know, they were able to utilize the same resources and they felt like they were more welcomed, um, into kind of like the Portland faith community Mm -hmm. because there was more resources for them to access and not just in Portland, but also people across the nation who, you know, are in need of more resources to help them in their, their own faith journey, and their own faith life, and those who appreciate Father Angskar's sermons and, and find inspiration in them. So for me to be able to create that during my internship, it's been such a joy to see how many people have been impacted and inspired by the prayers and the sermons here at Watchday radio wow and so do you hear back from people that they I do use these? yeah and for a fact I always get questions from parishioners for my parish and you know for my mission when is the new prayer coming out you know when is great when is the new podcast episode uh-huh. or whatever coming out so um there's always there's always anticipation mm-hmm. and for me as a host or a person who's thought of this idea and launched the mm-hmm. idea yeah. It's, it's the best feeling ever. Oh,
15: yeah. Well, and that's when, you know, that the Holy Spirit is working, that, oh, for sure. you know, he inspired this idea mm-hmm. in you, but it's resonating with other people. Yeah. So could yeah. you quickly tell our listeners where could they find the, specifically the Vietnamese sermons and the prayers? Where are those available? Yeah, for
16: sure. So those are available on the free Hail Mary media app, which is owned by March Day Radio, and they can find it under the Vietnamese content tab under i think more the more Mm -hmm. section on the app and um, there should be three sections on there there's prayers sermons and then my podcast which is through thick and thin i am speaking with vivian nguyen as she is
15: the inspiration and the force behind our vietnamese content here at mater day radio so vivian you just mentioned your podcast Through Mm -hmm. Thick and Thin, which I would highly recommend everyone go listen (laughs) to. Um, But I wanna ask you,
16: what was the inspiration behind creating this podcast? Yeah, so Through Thick and Thin is targeted towards Vietnamese young adults. However, it is open to everyone because I'm a young Vietnamese Catholic myself. I wanted to reach out to those um, nearest to my heart. Nowadays, it's so easy to go seek for approval and to go seek for affirmations from, mm-hmm. from people's compliments, from people's um, their own sense of approval mm-hmm. and their acceptance. And we allow them to define and label us to the point where we forget that our identity and our purpose comes from God. Um, And when we forget that our identity and purpose comes from God, we just feel like life is not worth living. Mm. But I want people to understand that life is so worth living. It's a very valuable, precious gift that we were so blessed to be given by our creator. I truly want people to understand that you cannot know yourself until you know your creator. And so the mission statement of Through Thick and Thin is a journey to finding your truest identity and purpose. And we truly hope that that is the case. You know, life you go through a lot of ups and downs Mm -hmm. and it's, it's hard to navigate sometimes. And so with this podcast, I wanted to help someone go through the thick and thin Mm -hmm. um, and ultimately help that person find their identity and their purpose in God. That's
15: fantastic. And you know, I really. I've seen such a response to this podcast. I really think the topics that you cover are just so important and, and resonate with your audience. And and like you said, for others as well, I encourage everyone to go listen, but I really think that the topics and the guests have been resonating with your audience. So briefly, could you share a little bit, what are some examples of some of
16: the topics and, and some of the guests that, that you've had so far? Yeah, so the most prevalent one that I've received a lot of feedback on Um, was episode one um, with Father Randy Huang and we talked about navigating parental relationships which is something that Vietnamese young adults struggle with Mm -hmm. um, in their household and that's you know navigating parental relationships is a very hard thing that they struggle with and so I wanted to touch on that and because relationships are a part of our daily lives something that we something that's just inevitable. Mm -hmm. It definitely plays a part in our identity and purpose and knowing how to navigate relationships and doing it in a holy manner. um, I think that's part of shaping our identity. We also talked about discovering our self-worth, what it means to have courage. um, And we also talked about letting your spirit be your most attractive quality with Sister Huynh, which was episode four. I've loved just
15: being able to just sit here as you're recording and Aww. I just listen and I, I learn so much from you and from your guests. And like you said, those topics have just been so great to learn about. I think, you know, they're they're important to everyone. And, yes. um, yeah, and you just had a, a wonderful array of guests uh, that yeah. have been We've in been here. We've been so blessed to have such great guests. Can you give us a quick preview of the next episode, which mm-hmm. uh, these episodes come out once a month on the first Friday. So can you tell us what is the next episode going to be about?
16: Yeah, so the next episode, which is episode five um, with Sister Maria Kim Gan-Bui. She's from the Sisters of the Little Way. And we talked about God's peace versus our personal preference. So what does it mean to choose God's peace um, over our own preferences when it comes to making decisions in our daily lives. And uh, when will this be re- releasing and where can people find
15: this podcast?
16: Yes, this will be released on Friday, January 5th on the free Hill Mary, Mary media app or wherever you get your podcasts.
15: Well, we definitely look forward to hearing that new episode. And uh, for anyone out there, please go check out uh, Through Thick and Thin, as well as our other Vietnamese content. Vivian, thank you so much for all that you do to just bring these ideas to life. And uh, we're just grateful for your time today as well. Thank you. Thank you for having
16: me here.
2: 821 in Matra Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Boy, she's impressive. We I, are... I, I mean, what a blessing she's been for
1: us. We are always impressed when she comes in. And talks us. and for 17 years old, when she comes in, she just walks right <laughs> in and she's like, it is so great to see you again. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, she just had such a great person-to-person connection, too.
2: And Catholic University of America is going to be lucky to get her. I for sure. You. Thank you, Vivian, for all you do. Hey, as we get ready for the new year, Vivian's got some exciting new programs coming. But we've got a way for you to keep track of all of the feast for Our Lady. It's that beautiful calendar that Sarah put together. And if you want to get an extra one, or maybe you haven't gotten one yet, it's easy to pick one up. You can just display it wherever you need a little motivation from Our Lady. It's beautiful. and We want to get one out to you. Just go online matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Under those Christmas resources, you'll see a way where you can get your own calendar. I think we sent out about half a dozen yesterday. So we're getting yeah. a lot of inquiries for that. If you want to get one too, check it out and you can celebrate 2024 with our lady here at Mater Radio.
4: Support for Mater Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722.
13: Hello, this is Emily Jaminet with The Mother's Moment. We are called to be the hands and feet of Christ to our family, but the reality is, we can feel more like the school bus driver, cook, and personal maid being dumped on both physically and emotionally. When we hit a low point, we need to seek out prayer and renewal much like the Church is offering us through the sacraments and the liturgical season. The liturgical season offers us a personal call to conversion. The liturgical season does not begin and end when a priest wants to, much like when many of us decide to take down our Christmas tree or Easter decorations. In the Catechism in 1168, it states, Beginning with the Easter Tritium as the source in light, the new age of the resurrection fills the whole liturgical year with its brilliance. Gradually, on either side of this source, the year is transfigured by the liturgy. As mothers, when we see ourselves journeying to heaven through the path of the liturgical season, we can make strides in our faith life. When we take time out to better understand each season, such as Lent and Easter, Advent, Christmas, and the ordinary season, we are always being called to focus on something greater than ourselves. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, please help us to find personal renewal through better understanding the liturgical season. Amen. And may we be a light in this world by better practicing out the liturgical season.
1: Matar Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com.
14: What's your next mission from God? You do have one, we all do. God has something in mind for us right where we are. This is Julie Anderko. Please join me on your next mission from God where the saints show us just how it's done. They've been through it and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right.
5: Listen to your next mission from God, Saturday mornings at 715 and Sunday mornings at 815, right here on the bridge between your faith and everyday life,
0: Matri Day Radio. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary.
2: 825 at Mater Day Radio, the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. It's still Christmas. Yes, it is. We're still celebrating. And if you're going to celebrate on the Oregon coast this weekend, you might want to be extra careful. Some big waves out there. We'll tell you more about that next.
1: And deadly attacks over the Christmas holidays in Nigeria left hundreds dead and bishops requiring action from the new president. I'll have that story for you as well. Here is Francesca Battistelli. He knows my name. And we are Brenda and Pat on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
2: Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's Francesca Battistelli, and he knows my name. It's 830.
1: Catholic and Nigerian leaders are demanding government action as Christian villages in the central Nigerian state of Plateau are reeling from a series of Christmas weekend attacks that left nearly 200 Christian Nigerians dead. Bishop Matthew Kuaka of the Sokoto Diocese in northern Nigeria called on the newly elected Nigerian President Bola Tanubu to take immediate action to protect the Nigerian people, telling him, you have no excuses before God or the people of Nigeria. Now, according to accounts by several local news sources and human rights activists, 198 Christians were killed in a series of terror attacks in 26 Christian communities in Plateau. The attacks began the night of December 23rd and continued through Christmas Day. Nigeria's new president, Bola Tinubu, meanwhile, ordered an immediate mobilization of relief sources and directed the country's security agencies to scour every part of the zone and apprehend the culprits responsible for these atrocities.
2: The National Weather Service has issued a high surf warning for much of the West Coast from northern Washington down to Santa Barbara on California's Central Coast, describing the waves and rip currents expected to hit certain coastlines as potentially dangerous and life-threatening. The warnings were in place for parts of Oregon. The Weather Service warned that waves of up to 25 feet during the day could morph into dangerously large breaking waves of up to 35 feet along Oregon's southern coast by night, creating hazardous conditions and the potential for significant beach erosion. A high surf warning was set to be in place until late tonight and the Weather Service urged people to stay out of surf zones away from jetties, rocks, piers, and other waterside infrastructure in the infected areas.
1: Beginning New Year's Day, dozens of new laws go into effect in Oregon. They, Even though the session was only six weeks long, lawmakers managed to get a few things done. Over 650 bills were passed. Some of those notable ones are organized retail theft bill now under the bill the crime of organized retail theft will be added to the repeat property offender statute so sentences will be harsher for people who were previously convicted of that crime and there's also an insurance cover for wildfire damage bill With more and more Oregonians losing their homes to wildfires in recent years, lawmakers are trying to provide them with greater protections if they find themselves facing the unthinkable. This House bill was designed to establish certain requirements for insurers before they decide to cancel or not renew a homeowner's insurance policy or increase premiums due to wildfire risk.
2: Meet me in St. Louis, a record number of more than 18,000 people from across the country have signed up to attend Seek 24, the big Catholic conference, which promises to bring vibrantly Catholic presence to downtown St. Louis starting on New Year's Day. Put on by the Fellowship of Catholic University Students or FOCUS, Seek is a roughly biannual event aimed at galvanizing young people to deepen and share their Catholic faith. 2024 conference is set to feature world-class Catholic speakers like Father Mike Smith's fellowship opportunities, numerous prayer and worship sessions, including Eucharistic Adoration and Mass, and family-friendly entertainment. FOCUS's Seek 2023 gathering was also held in St. Louis, and it attracted over 19,000 people. So with already 18,000 registered, I bet they're going to blow that record out. Wow, that
1: is an incredible number of young people. Talk about a movement of the Holy Spirit uh, that are just moving these young people to uh, great heights. I love it. Actually,
2: they said this year they really want to expand it out to be family-friendly and attract more older and younger adults outside of those college-age kids. So I think that's that's helping to grow it even more more now
1: i think that's perfect this is a great leading conference to the big eucharistic Absolutely, congress that's coming yeah. up in the summer well in washington new bills are also going to into effect on january 1st in fact as of that date washington state will have the highest nation's minimum wage when at current rate of 1574 jumps to 1628 per hour It's more than double the federal minimum wage of $7.25. There will also be a firearm purchasing waiting period. This bill will require licensed dealers to not transfer any firearm until completion of a federal and state background check of the purchaser's eligibility and a waiting period of 10 business days from when the dealer requested the background check. And House Bill... Fifty-one eleven will require employees, excuse me, employers to provide one hour of sick leave for every 40 hours of work by an employee after 90 days.
2: In sports, gearing up for a big football weekend, the Beeves are bowling in El Paso tomorrow, taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. You know it's going to be great. Great. Kickoff is set for 11 o'clock. Notre Dame favored in that game by six and a half points. And then on Monday, New Year's Day, get up early, 10 o'clock kickoff. Oregon taking on undefeated Liberty. The Flames in the Fiesta Bowl out in the desert. The Ducks are 17 and a half point favorites in that game. I've seen, I've seen the, uh, up to over three touchdowns in that game, too. They can't take Liberty lightly. Okay. I mean, these these guys are undefeated, so that says a lot about them right there. But uh, you go in with a big, you know, momentum like that coming off of that disappointing loss in the Pac-12 championship. uh, It could be for a letdown. And I I think Coach Dan Lanning is going to do everything he can to prevent that.
1: I can remember growing up. My dad loved the bowl games. He'd watch all of them for sure. And he would always call me in. He said, Brenda, come in. It's time. The halftime shows of uh, these bowl games were fantastic. The musicians and the quality of music coming out of these marching bands at university level, phenomenal. So I'll be watching especially for those And uh, the New Year's half-times. Day you got
2: the parades in conjunction with that. Oh, of course. So those are the always a blast. Yeah. Been to that one time.
1: <laughs> The church remembers today the holy innocents killed by Herod on December 28th, also making it a special day of remembrance of all suffering children in the world. The Vatican's Directory on Popular Piety and Liturgy details a few ideas for honoring the unborn as well as supporting pregnant women on this day. In our own times, children suffer innumerable forms of violence that threaten their lives, dignity, and a right to education. On this day, it is appropriate to recall the vast host of children not yet born who have been killed under the cover of laws permitting abortion, which is an abominable crime. Mindful of these specific problems, popular piety in many places has inspired acts of worship, as well as displays of charity, which provide assistance to pregnant mothers, encourage adoption and the promotion, of the education of children. All crimes against children can be remembered this day, imploring God to outstretch his justice and mercy upon the world. And in the midst of the Christmas season, this day remains a day of joy and of sadness, recalling God's mysterious plan that is often difficult for us to understand.
0: It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community.
1: On Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. is the Apostleship of the Cross meeting in English happening at the St. Matthew Pastoral Center in Hillsboro. The Apostleship of the Cross is an association of Christians in the church who, moved by the Holy Spirit, follow Jesus Christ, priest and victim, and who, in communion with Jesus, collaborate with his salvific mission. It is open to all and it's associated with the missionaries of the Holy Spirit priests. And remember, you can't find details on these and so many more events that are happening in our area. Go to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. How can we
2: grow stronger through adversity? Author Steve Sanders joins us next to tell us all about how we can do that after we check your weather to wrap up the old and ring in the new at Monterey
4: Radio.
1: facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples, helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin. This Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline, for married couples.
6: Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org.
0: Hi I'm Father Cedric Pizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion.
1: It is 842 here at Monterey Radio, a couple of cloudy days coming up in a Low chance of rain. This morning, you still may run into a passing sprinkle, but otherwise, just mostly cloudy. Today, temperature is going to climb to 54 degrees. Overnight, we're going to cool down to 45. Then on Friday, looks much like today. Highs again to 54 degrees. And then looking ahead, higher possibility just of shower coming in on Saturday. Partly sunny on Sunday, but it looks like a cloudy day to ring in the new year Monday.
2: This is the first week of winter?
1: The first week of winter. I Pretty mild.
2: It. Yeah, I will take that. 43 right now at St. Edward Parish in North Plains.
1: And it is 41 degrees at Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church in Vancouver.
2: We welcome a familiar voice to Mother Day Radio listeners, Steve Sanders. You may recognize Steve from the CYO Camp Howard announcements that we air, but Steve is also a new author just
14: releasing the book Rewards Through Resilience. Steve Why write a book? I've been inspired to write a book for a long time, and uh, I retired from a large multinational company a couple of years ago. And before I retired, I just felt this calling to really want to write a book that uh, talked about some of the key themes that I really cover in the book. And this calling just wouldn't let me go. And, you know, as I was uh, finishing up my career, I started thinking about some of the things I want to write the book about. And, pre- you know, after uh, I started writing the book, uh, they became chapters in the book. And I really felt it was just uh, kind of a good compendium of some of the life experiences that I had that, I, that could be really helpful for people. And the whole point of the book is to help people make a meaningful transformation in their own lives, you know, on their own life journey, if you will, uh, toward greater fulfillment and that's hard to do in a world like the one we live in today with the impact of modern media and you know just kind of a whole pipeline of ideology that you get uh confronted with uh, as you grow up through school as you're in the work environment you know whatever and i thought this book could really help people just kind of take a step back and get a little bit more perspective on things in general and certainly their life journey how do we relate struggle and fulfillment together
2: they seem like two different things?
14: Yeah, that's a great question, Pat. And really, uh, I think most people look at it that way. You know, people who gain fulfillment, I think a lot of times can be viewed, they're gaining fulfillment in spite of the struggles that they faced. And the point of the book is that the two are really related. Struggle is really a necessary foundation, I believe. Uh, And we all encounter struggles of greater or lesser degree in our lives, but it's really a necessary foundation to learn how to overcome. And by you know, gaining that ability, you really become stronger, you become more persistent. And through persistence, you really begin to build out your own personal character more. And through character comes resilience. And it's the resilience that allows you, or enables you, I should say, to not only overcome these struggles, uh, but to do it with a sense of purpose, with a sense of conviction, and almost with a sense of joy. And the two are really related. I think a lot of people in life, um, I think they're conditioned to believe, again, for the modern media, et cetera, that we should all desire to live a life of comfort. Mm. And that's really not the case, especially if you're trying to make a difference in the world or even make a difference in your own life or for that of your family. You are going to encounter struggles along the way. It's a given. So how do you deal with these struggles in a way that brings meaning and purpose to your life, but that also enables you to really be on the road to fulfillment?
2: We're talking about the book Rewards Through Resilience with author Steve Sanders. Steve, what are some effective ways for us to make that journey, for us to move
14: from the struggle into resilience? You know, one of the chapters in the book talks about our prison walls, and this is just one example of struggle. I mean, struggles can come from anywhere. Uh, you know, it's really how we deal with the struggles that, you know, in the end makes, makes the difference. But our prison walls are struggles that sometimes we can bring about on ourselves. For example, sometimes our own ambition can become our obsession. It becomes so overwhelming that that's the only thing that we really focus on. You know, I had a, uh, have a close colleague and friend who was on my review team while writing the book, and he said what the book really helped him to do, where it was so meaningful, and he wished he had had it 20 or 30 years ago when he was, you know, kind of rising up in his career, and a very successful individual, but he came, became so focused on his job, and really the rest of his life, it was important, but it lost a lot of meaning. I mean, his whole identity was uh, really conceived around the work that he was doing, mm-hmm. and his advancement and all of that which was important but that's not the totality of life and if we can lose that single focus around our own ambition and rising up and look at all of the other you know blessings that we have in our lives that really helps us bring a greater sense of balance you know we talk about work-life balance at work but it's this is a very different work-life balance it's a balance that you get when you bring all elements of your life that have purpose, that have meaning, that have impact on others, you know, into the fray, not just your job. And I'll give you another example too, which I think is really prevalent. There's a section in that chapter called the victim game, and we are really becoming a society of victims. Mm -hmm. And victimhood is, it's in the news, it's in the media. It really becomes an exercise in finger pointing And it's almost like the victim suddenly gains moral superiority because of their own oppressed status. Really, the message here is that through the choices we make, we influence our own outcomes. And we need to take uh, responsibility for the outcomes, you know, through the choices. We take accountability for the choices and the results will follow. Allowing ourselves to realize that there aren't persecutors out there, there aren't rescuers, but there are challenges out there. They're coaches that we can turn to, but ultimately it rests upon ourselves, Uh ourselves out of these, out of these ruts, out of these situations. And sometimes they can be very, very challenging, but it's that personal sense of purpose and accountability that really takes us forward uh, rather than feeling like a victim and relying on somebody else to get you out of the situation. Oh, that's power.
2: You're so good at telling
14: stories. Give us an example of somebody who moved from that struggle to resilience. A man who, he had a, just an unspeakably difficult upbringing. And he ran away from home when he was 13 years old. And he became homeless for 25 years. And he was on the precipice of taking his own life. Oh. And then he remembered a piece of paper that a woman had given him many, many years ago when he was just, just a small kid and still back in California, which is where he grew up. And that piece of paper helped him save his own life. He started realizing that really his life is about helping other people. And he started a kind of an outreach homeless shelter for people. It started out with something like eight beds. Over the years, he's transformed this whole facility now to where he has six or eight different facilities uh, in Oregon. Wow. Uh, and over 650 beds. And it's the nation's first data-driven homeless reentry program. And you know, with homelessness, a lot of times there's an issue with recidivism, people just not being able to make it. Through this technology-based, data-driven system, and just an incredible outpouring of love that from day one he and his people show to the ones who enter the program, I think he has over a 90% success rate. Wow. people once they graduate from the program. This is one of the most prolific stories that I share in the book. A man who was at rock bottom, his soul was just emptied by these just horrific experiences. And then he finally found himself and got himself back on the track. I gotta ask you, what was on the paper? I'm going to leave that for you, the reader, <laughs> to pick up the book and find out. But- but I will say that it was a scripture based message. And it, uh, it, it, for him was a life changing message.
2: Well, if you can't tell, uh, Steve worked in sales.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great cliffhanger there. So if people do want to get the book, where do they find it, Steve?
14: They can get the book on Amazon. Amazon has the Kindle version. Now it just came on Amazon uh, within the last couple of weeks. The paperback version is going to be available very shortly. Barnes & Noble has both the ebook version as well as the uh, paperback version. And then if you want to go out on iTunes, uh, Apple has it available in their Apple Books.
2: Fantastic. Well, Steve, congratulations. Wonderful job. Again, the book Rewards
14: Through Resilience by Steve Sanders. Thank you, Pat. And if I could share one other thing. We do have a website that's up and running. Great. And the URL for that website is stevesandersgoodlife, all one word, stevesandersgoodlife.com. Punch it in and take a look. Definitely take a look. SteveSandersGoodLife.com.
2: That's right. And you'll find that link along with a replay of this interview at MatradayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.
1: It is 852 here at Mater Day Radio. I, I've just listened to that and it's just such full of great insight, great advice. I, get your young adults that you may be your high schoolers that are kind of looking to embark on their career and their decision making and read this book because I think there's so much in there that they could get out of it as well. You know, if you go to Mater Dei Radio 2, you can listen to that interview again. It's going to be made into a podcast after the show. MaterDeiRadio.com is full of great resources, especially now for this Christmas season that we are in. The party has just started, as I said, for Catholics, and we get to celebrate Christmas for a very long time. So don't waste the moment of it by putting all your Christmas decorations away now. Keep them up for a little while longer. Enjoy the season and let mater day radio help you with great Christ- catholic and Cri- christmas resources you can find those at materdayradio.com and also access them all on the hail mary media app
4: support for mater day radio comes from our leadership circle members including dr mark bianco family dentist Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722.
6: Please join me, Sister von Borstel, in this prayer to St. Sebastian In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Glorious Sebastian, martyr and saint, I call on your strength and courage to help me through this difficult trial. Your faith was so deep, a multitude of arrows could not finish you. The piercing wounds inflicted for your faith only proved to strengthen your belief. May you intercede for those who are weakened from the effects of disease. I ask for your intercession, that I may also survive that which threatens to destroy my beliefs in the mercy of Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app.
7: This January Mater Day Radio welcomes Father Mike Schmitz. Bible in a Year with me, Father Mike Schmitz, is coming soon to Catholic Radio. Starting January 1st, encounter God's voice and learn how to live life through the lens of scripture with a new episode every day. I hope you'll join me as we discover how the story of salvation unfolds and how we fit into that story today. Bible in a Year,
8: mornings Monday through Saturday at 6.30 and Sundays at 7, right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
0: The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Day Radio.
2: 8.55, The Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. Last check of weather, slight chance of showers today, just a 30% chance. Cloudy with a high of 51. Tonight, that chance of rain goes up just a little bit, low about 45, and the wind could be a little bit gusty, but for the most part, pretty well drive through the weekend All up right. to Sunday.
1: I like well, the sound of that.
2: Yeah. Forty-three right now here in Bridgetown,
1: and closing out our show today, our last morning blend song of two thousand and twenty-three. Here is Daniel Oberreiter and the Thirsting <laughs> with Dreams. You are listening to the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Seems appropriate.
17: If you're lost inside a dream. And stuck in, in between Waiting for the answers to your life And if you're searching for a sign And you're down to your last dime You're hoping for more time to make it right Well every road takes a bend And every tree sways in the wind The journey is the end where it begins And you will fly Hide and you will fly. stuck inside a rug and you're covered in the mud in a cistern deep and hollowed that's your life Dream into to an end. Please let my journey be the end where you begin. And we will fly
2: high night. We will fly high night. Modern day radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's our friend Daniel Oberrider and The Thirsting and the Dreams. Good good thing to, to contemplate as we get ready for 2024, right?
1: That's right. We're wrapping right. it up. We're done. It's 8.59. Put a
2: bow on this year. It's over for us. But we got best of tomorrow and then uh, back on Monday. And then I'll see you Tuesday, Brenda.